0: Coochie, coochie, coo. Cozy zone. Friends. Ben Weber here. I am sitting in a public plaza between 42nd Street and 43rd Street, in between the MetLife Building and this this new building. There's an ASIC store. I think there's some apartments. I, I'm right a- across from the Bank of America Building. And then uh, on the other side, there's a Soul Cycle and a and a Fika, which is a coffee spot, which is nice. Uh, I'm actually looking. Miraculously, this this bed filled with pink flowers. It is really lovely to look at the flowers. It really changes the whole game, taking in some nice flowers. Uh, why is it that, that human beings like flowers so much? Uh, What's-his-face looked it up at the, the botany desire? Oh, Michael Pollan. He, he had some sort of the idea about that we like the smell but really they're visually stunning and I you know bees like them everyone likes them there's uh, there's this unbelievable bouquet in the MetLife building itself really gorgeous um, you know so I'm, I'm situated here looking at a bouquet looking at these flowers in this this aisle between 42nd Street and 43rd Street and and I have to say I'm thinking a lot about weddings um, <clears throat> I am. I am in. I've. I guess done one of three weddings. Um, no, wait, no, two of three weddings. Major weddings this summer. Uh, there's a lot of love going on. Uh, a lot of people are joining their hearts in holy matrimony. Uh, my friends Katie and Jenny, two beautiful grooms, were wedded in Maine. Uh, Renata and Danny. Renata, my my wonderful coworker a brilliant puppeteer, someone who gives me so much strength on a daily basis at work, uh, and her wonderful husband, Danny Townsend, the composer of the Cozy Zone theme. Uh, Thank you so much for letting me celebrate with you. Nicolette and I went, we dressed to the nines, we danced, we ate delicious barbecue. There was a puppet parade. Me and my buddy Sam Gold... uh, manned the canopy for this puppet parade. Uh and there was a like a Dixieland style jazz band, five thousand Assassins? Is that right? God. I think uh Yeah, well I'll look it up, you know, I'll I'll correct myself. Anyway, they were wonderful. Jono the wonderful front man for this this band whose name I may or may not have gotten correct. Uh, and this weekend, I'm heading up for Sage and Julia's wedding up to Ithaca. Uh, I cannot wait. Seeing a lot of grad school colleagues, a lot of former guests, Cozy Zone guests. I'm going to see Jess Levy. Uh, I'm going to see Max Foreman-Mullen uh, and hopefully some future Cozy Zone guests. Um, everyone, can I just, just take a moment? I, I just need to like slow it all down, take a moment to say a huge thank you for listening as always a uh, cozy zone is a, is a passion of mine. Um, it's long, it's filled with feelings, uh, but you listen and you tell me you like it. And I am fueled by this and I really appreciate it. You know, don't stop liking the Facebook page, the cozy zone foundation. Follow me on Twitter at cozy zones. Follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber projects. Uh, so email me, Ben at SmashType.com. This week's episode, episode 24, features a blast from my past. Ariana Siegel, uh, a very wonderful, funny, smart, striking woman who I met when I was uh, a young man, around 17 years old, in, in Evanston, Illinois, as part of Cherub's Theater Camp, uh, she's a, a petite person, a compact person, but she has a, an enormous spirit, an enormous personality. Um, I love being near her. Uh, our conversation was so uplifting. We ran into each other on the street. I told her about Cozy Zone. She was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be a guest. And a few weeks later, we we laid down some some fat, sick tracks, fat, sick, disgusting tracks that you were about to... Uh, treat your ears to. Um, thanks, Ariana, for for doing it. It was a lot of fun. Um, you made me think a lot. You challenged a lot of things. Your your place is beautiful. We did it in in Ariana's bed. Uh, we we did the episode. We recorded the episode in bed. Um, no. No sexual relations. Uh, not that is a that is a a boundary that has yet to be crossed on the cozy zone. Who knows? You know, uh, life is long, but it hasn't been crossed yet. We're still we're still emerging, as it were. Uh, Ariana, thank you. Thank you for being a force of good in my life. Thank you for being a funny person. Thank you for working toward comedy and art. I really appreciate you a lot. Um, everyone, please sit back relax, and enjoy episode 24, Ariana Siegel, In Bed. When you um, do voiceover work, <sighs> is there like a ritual?
1: No, that, I should have one. Yeah,
0: I feel like I should. I ask because I feel I should have one for I, The Zone.
1: I definitely, I go out for a lot of um, kids stuff and I do put on my Muppet voice for that, Uh but I do use my, I do like a whole thing. Like I must look like a crazy person Uh in the booth because I'm really, I do like all kinds of things with my hand, but I don't have a ritual. Just
0: just want your one hand. My
1: one hand, Not the whole body. I do all kinds of crazy shit, which is, is helpful. What does
0: that look like? For example, so like, is there, what did you, what have you done kid wise most recently? If you can say
1: can't because i haven't booked anything in a a long time but um when i'm doing like a commercially thing like you know a thing is here and then it's here and then it's here and i like do a thing (laughs) with my hands to like show like we're going and pitch here and then another thing and then another thing oh wow but like the hands help me keep it Sort of going. It's really weird. Well, it's I wonder like, if I, I don't know what other people do because I'm in the booth by myself. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I mean, I I the only thing that I have that is similar is like high school choir and like you know you're yes. doing the like you know so like I'm rolling my hand yes. to get on top of the pitch like uh,
2: yes, uh, it's and very then, and Christina like, Aguilera. I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm pointing up to the heavens mm-hmm. uh, so that the the divine forces will help me sound gorgeous.
1: That's all you can do. Yeah.
0: But I, your voiceover voice is awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I hear people talking. I feel like my voice is so high and I just want it to be lower. I have to really think about lowering my voice. I mm-hmm. thought about it a lot before today for this. I oh, was you like, were,
0: you were lowering your voice. You were, how does, what does that If sound I like?
1: lower it, if I lower it, I sound like this, you know, just like a little bit more um, LA a little bit more like I don't care like I'm just really thinking about lowering my voice right now
0: well there's and there's that that vocal fry yeah that I put in the fry about. yeah
1: that's what they want I think wow
0: and there, I, like, I've seen memeing, not memeing, trending articles about, like, vocal fry and how it's, like, violent against women. <laughs> and, it's
1: basically domestic abuse. But
0: why, like, what it, like, I understand that, like, you know, there are so many types of oppression against women. And, yeah. But I, I guess what I, I don't know what the connection between vocal fry and oppression
1: I don't know. I mean, I've just read the titles of the articles. I've read none of the articles. Yeah,
0: same. I mean, that and I just, I don't even read, I like read them in other people's like news feeds or as they sort of pop up. Um, But like, what, do the Kardashians have vocal fry?
1: I mean, I kind of feel like when I think of NPR, one of the, I think maybe it's Sarah Koenig, someone was talking about how they got a lot of, um, you know, like flack from their listeners about having vocal fry, but... I think of, when I think of vocal fry, I think of the Kardashians. I think of, like, baby voice more than I even think baby of. Voice. Yeah, like Britney Spears. Like, I can't even do it. Like... You know what I mean? Like, just talking, like, up here. And just, Um, like, it's really... Yeah. Like, I can only... I can't really do it. I can only do, like, my cartoon version of it. Yeah. I feel like that is more upsetting than vocal fry. (laughs) I feel like everyone has vocal fry now. Because we're not talking, like, Catherine Hepburn. Because that's not in vogue. Right. That would be weird to listen to serial as done by katherine hepper and slash maybe uh, that would be great
0: what what might that sound like i don't
1: know i I can't even really do a good Catherine hepper i tell you adnan you gotta (laughs) you gotta talk
0: to us you gotta talk to the people adnan come on (laughs) i don't know
1: (laughs) where's the phone booth where's the phone booth (laughs) it's so silly
0: um well and i i like cannot associate i cannot help but associate vocal fry with like the NPR dudes or like the like dudes have it like too like Ira Glass and uh and uh, Alex Bloomberg uh he's you know him he's Yeah, there, yeah. he
1: sounds like Ira Glass yeah, he he's the that, guy he's, where you're like is this Ira Glass oh no it's, it's not, not.
0: He's, but it, it's he's the is like hello I'm I'm Alex Bloomberg and uh god. you know and it's it's you know this jewy Yeah uh, I find
1: it so comforting and he, a, and oh, a turn on in a really weird oh my way goodness. Well my primal my primal Jewess is like huh. oh my god Make me French press in the morning. <laughs> I love you.
0: I hate it, but I'm glad that you like it so yeah. that it all evens out.
1: Yeah. I think it's for me, though. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you know? good. I, that I, That is definitely, it gives me a bit of a, I, I'll consider it all. I'll be like, all right, well, Ari likes it. <laughs> okay. Um. So so, who are you? Oh, God. Ariana Siegel.
1: How are you going to ask me that question? I also got a little sad because like, I wanted you to know already.
0: No, you know I, mean, I mean I, you know, I mean I know like a little. I looked on your website. No, and I but saw... like I
1: wanted you to be like, but this is who Ari. Like I feel like I have a good sense of who she is as a human. All
0: right. Well, do you want me to take a stab? Yeah, at Yeah. P- can... can you? Because uh, that would yeah. just
1: take some of the pressure off sure. of me.
0: All right. So I'm curious
1: who you think I am. So
0: I know you <laughs> because we met when we were rising seniors in high school, and yep. we went to. Northwestern theater camp, uh yes. better known as Cherubs. Yep. Also known as I don't know, also, better
1: name. also known as.
0: Um and we we were theater nerds for five weeks, <laughs> mm-hmm. like in the most extreme sense. And um yeah, and I think were you in you were in Je ne Sais Qua.
1: Were we both in that?
0: No. John was in Je ne Sais Qua. In
1: my head, you should have been in that. Yeah, we're, no, you were I in was something like I Ah, that's Roy what Klinehage. it was Right.
0: Um and uh you were you were this like fabulous clown. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. that's so like that is if I was to think of like who is Ariana Siegel, you are this like energetic Jewish <laughs> clown from Florida. That
1: sounds Pretty accurate, yeah. actually.
0: And you went to NYU. I did. You reminded me. We both me. did. We both did. You went to ETW, the Experimental mm-hmm. Theater Wing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and uh, we like sort like. I never saw you never for saw, four yeah, years. We never saw each other, and then we graduated.
1: And then I never saw you. <laughs> and then we
0: never saw each other until one fateful day when I was walking around <laughs> University Place. And you were with your friend. Yeah. And I saw you, and I was so happy to see
1: you. I was so happy to see you, too. I, I, I totally yeah. dropped my friend. I was like, you're dead to me now. Yeah, I saw Goodbye. that. I saw that. And I I don't I, know this person that well, to be fair. I, I, no, you got that. Yeah, I, I
0: got that. Well, you're new, you were new friends, and we were yeah. old. I mean, we went to high school together, and, like, I mean, I, I think I'm. I'm certain that you were... Like I, I remember the last few days of camp. The most important thing.
1: Really, I have such a bad memory. So please so, enlighten me. So
0: like there was, do you were you part of that like enormous Re- yes. spin the bottle game? One,
1: um, I maybe that sounds like a thing I would have been into. I mean, everyone. I'm was still there. into it.
0: Everyone was there. That sounds good. Um, and like, I was just like, this is crazy. You can kiss everybody. And so (laughs) I took that spirit and I took it to the streets. Right. Yeah. I, I was kissing everyone. I saw like after I drank love potion number nine, you know?
1: Oh my God. But
0: when I kissed the cop down on something in vine, I don't know. He broke my little bottle. Oh my god. But that didn't happen. There was no cop in no, this there situation. Was no there cop. were just thirsty theater. Who did teams. I make out with? But I think we like I don't know if we did made we out make but out? we, we did, I don't know if we made out, but like we kissed like we kissed a lot we like, did but not like but it was like what is happen- what is life life is good
1: but we kissed a lot during spin the bottle or no, at a no, separate like, time no no like but
0: it was like after it was like it was the momentum it was the spin the bottom momentum
1: did we like go so- did we was it like an intentional no, no, making no, out no, thing no no it was oh. just like
0: oh hey it's it's ariana god like, why
1: don't i have a memory of this this is it, a bummer that's
0: what i remember that and maybe i'm constructing it but i don't think so like uh yeah, definitely.
1: I just have a really shitty memory, That's which okay. is sad. I don't like my, my whole life just floats away.
0: But I I would guess, I would guess that there are people in your life who have shared important experiences with <laughs> and you. And they can remind they me can, of what they the fuck can, happened. You like, it's like your own personal givers, right? Like
1: I feel like you're, okay, I see I'm so bad with movies. What the fuck? Uh, inception
0: okay yeah okay
1: now what's the thing that they hold up hold on we're going somewhere so what's the thing that they 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 touch to like bring them back to reality i don't
0: know but i but you know what i'm talking about that's the top
1: exactly that's the
0: coin yes i feel
1: like that's you i don't i feel like we haven't spent that much time together but there's something about your spirit i've always felt this way that like when i see you i feel very calm i feel like we get it, even though I don't know how many brothers or sisters you have, but I just, I find you incredibly like magical and calming. I bet everybody tells you this.
2: No, no. Really? No. This is Like awesome. when I
1: think of Ben Weber, I'm like, Ben Weber is a magical creature. He's like lovely, he's human and also something else. And he brings people like joy and comfort.
0: Oh my God. This- just
1: by being, like just by, I don't know, being in the world. <sighs>
0: That's so nice. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I've always felt that way about you. you. That's My, why when I saw you, God. when I ran into you two weeks ago, I was like, I, God, I really, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see most people. But when I saw you, I was like, ah, oh, what a person I really want to see.
0: Well, that's you wonderful. Know? And I mean, you know, certainly it's mutual because <laughs> like a few weeks later, we're just like, we got to do this. Yeah. Like, we got to like go to the cozy zone. We have to. We do. Um. So... Uh, and and now, so th- just to continue about who you are, who mm-hmm. I think you are. So you are you're a comedian and a sketch writer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you I love your website a lot. Thank you. Let me tell you the my favorite elements okay. of your website. Please do. First, the color scheme. Thank you. Um, those colors, as you probably saw in my backpack, you commented on my backpack, but that color scheme is very important to me. This, this like sort of, uh, neon pink, like electric pink mm-hmm. plus teal. And then the yellow is also really good. Yeah. Unexpected, but like a really lovely thing to bring it all together. But that hot pink and teal combo Thank is, you. is like my favorite. I just feel like days. people
1: take their... I mean, I made it originally as an actor website, and I've seen so many actor websites that just, like, make me sad. Like, they're just sad, and I was like, I just want to make something, like, exciting and bright and irreverent, and people will... No one's cast me in anything off my website, but I, (laughs) I made a beautiful thing. Actually, I worked with a great website designer, and he made it, but collaboratively we made something I think that was... Just like great, just like a nice little like shiny light for someone to be like, ooh, who's this person? You're gonna
0: drop that name on the cozy zone. Your yeah, website? oh my
1: god, I'm t- Paul Stofer.
0: Paul Stoffer.
1: Yeah, yes. that's Get his it up name. on the
0: interwebs with.
1: I don't know if he. First Master of all, he Paul. doesn't live here. He lives somewhere in the Midwest, and I don't know if he still makes websites. Yeah, but work he's remotely great. with Paul Stofer. Yeah. wherever you <laughs> exactly. may be. Get exactly. Exactly. Get it. Get it.
0: Six thousand impressions.
1: GChat <laughs> metadata YouTube branded
0: um and second yeah about your website is that that hot picture of you thank you in the bath
1: i, I love that picture of yeah. me
0: so for I those of it you really
1: captures who i am who
0: aren't on arianasiegel.com is that right <laughs> yeah is it ari- good yeah it's not ari Siegel, but arianasiegel.com yeah. so if you if, go there now obviously paul Stopher, yeah call it in on the skype yeah uh, uh you are in a bath uh you have this uh <laughs> very neon pink lipstick mm-hmm. um there's bubbles uh, yeah. there's also there's some sort of toy I don't rem- recall what toy there's a shark a shark that's
1: coming at my face yes. and I look very scared
0: yes yes adorable wonderful
1: do you want to hear something really funny so like I had a sketch group for a long time you know out of college I sort of put together this sketch group we were together a long time and uh, we wrote up...
0: Tell, tell us the name.
1: We, yeah, we're the People's Sketch Association. It sure. involves some really great people. Did you know Brad Milky, Todd y- yes. Briscoe, yeah. Emma Tantbaum-Fine, who's also uh, one of my creative partners and um, just Kim Rosen just great super talented people and um, Nick Carrillo and anyway we wrote a pilot together and my character was sort of like this character in this photo which is just always nervous and I think part of it is that I'm a very anxious person and then the other part is I have like crazy like lemur eyes so I always (laughs) look nervous people stop me literally police officers have stopped me on the street being like like by, like, right by, like, the World Trade Center, like, they clearly have shit to do. And they're like, uh, ma'am, like, are you okay? And I'm like, it's just my face. It's, I'm fine. Get out of my face.
0: Resting, uh. Resting,
1: scared face. Scared face. So all of this is to say, so we wrote this pilot. We actually wrote two. And in both, my characters were, like, just these really nervous creatures. And one, the, the first pilot was about, like, how we were party planners and my character was so nervous she would freak out and there was a giant butterfly net that one of the other characters would like grab and then like catch me in because i would always (laughs) just like be making a run for it and i also like spent all of my money on like antivirus uh protection for my computer even though that's not a thing and then in the other pilot um we were about it was about um basically like all that characters oh yeah but reuniting as adults mm-hmm. for a sketch comedy show um oh, god what was the it's a good premise wh- wh- what was
0: the the lady with three names
1: michelle that no, wait no, no. Amanda Bynes. uh no. yes yes Catherine denberg or the, no. the, the larger one the larger one she was great
0: yeah
1: um so darn okay oh so anyway oh, my character in that was like a very successful child star that then had a breakdown and had to go to a farm and like lived out the rest of her young years on a farm and like didn't speak and she was basically like now so so i wrote i wrote these characters for myself and everyone also like gave the thumbs up they're like that's so you and because of these pilots i wrote i was like oh fuck like i think i need to like i think like this is problematic in terms of how I see myself and how other people see me. And so I started going to therapy because of these pilots I wrote because I was like, fuck, like this is no bueno. And so I'd been in therapy for like six years and that's why. Amen. Amen.
0: That's great. Yeah. I also recently started therapy.
1: Tell me about it. I'm actually just finishing with my therapist. So I think- Oh, you're you're
0: wrapping it up?
1: I'm not done. I'm not done at all. But I think like you're with someone for a certain amount of time and I just- it's like I could hear her voice in my head if I have a question. So I don't feel like I need to pay the money to see her. But I, I love her and I want her validation yes. and her, her love of me so deeply. And I know that that crosses like all kinds of boundaries. Does it? Um, no. No. I mean, she's cool about it. But like she's clearly like a, a f- adult figure in my life. Sure. Uh, and, you know, but kind of weird.
0: I mean, I think the joy about therapy is that they are this sort of neutral – they're a neutral person. They they're are. they're a new like you I mean, they're a safe person to like transfer all of this <laughs> angst to, right? I know. They're not they don't like they're not an actor in your life. They yeah. you go to this separate space. Um and I don't know, like I mean I I will be a year old in therapy, therapy. in November. So I don't know what that means. What do we uh we're the eighth month now? And uh I'm gonna maybe nine months. I've been going
1: to therapy. Yeah, huh. Um, How you feeling about it? I love it. it.
0: I love it it most of all. Most of all, I love it so much. So good. It's so good. I kind
1: of don't trust people that won't consider therapy.
0: This is. I think that's. True. Like, everyone needs therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Like, you don't not need therapy. And it's just a... man. And, like, I understand... It's, it's a privilege a privilege. to I was just going to say,
1: yeah, it totally is.
0: Um But it's also, you know, I think that it would be nice to live in a society that made it like the dentist. Like, it's a privilege totally. to go to the dentist. But it's like, we all should go to the dentist. Like, that's, like, something we should do. Also, like, like
1: people... Think about the way you prioritize your money. I mean, people spend money on new iPhones and drinking every week. I mean, you save a little bit of that money, put it towards some therapy. I mean, it's just how you prioritize yourself.
0: And I I love therapy and I I have not I have not gotten that sort of response like the my therapist is not sort of in my head, sort of playing along with me as I live my life yet. But I don't know, that sounds okay. Like
1: it's good. Yeah,
0: like my I mean, I don't I imagine your therapist is similar, but Uh, she's validating and she you know
1: but she calls me out on my shit Uh I mean and it's like oh I get so pissed but she's right Uh you know
0: do you have an example
1: (sighs) I'll just like come in and just like I get started on like the sadness shame spiral and then it just keeps going and I have to kind of fully take this long excruciating dump and then she's like are you done and I'm like yeah like I'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done and she's like do you want to keep like complaining or do you want to like move forward proactively and i was like i want to keep complaining but she's right you know i just like i sometimes i like that 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 spiral feels so good to get into you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah it's
1: so great but also you know you can choose to kind of stop it like after a few minutes if you want
0: my thing though is like i don't know i mean when you say... But it's sad, the same shame. spiral.
1: Like, I do the same... It's the same one. It's not... It's the same bullshit spiral over right. and over. You like...
0: Know?
1: S- oh, like... I'm wasting my life. What have I done? I'm never going to achieve the things I want. I'm a failure. Okay. So it's always, like, versions of of okay. that.
0: Okay. Um, and is it is it all your fault? Um, the, do you think it is? Or do do you, I think or it is? Or do you blame it on...
1: External um, forces, I uh, like maybe a combo. I think okay, it depends yeah. how I feel, right?
0: Because uh, I am, I'm a pretty like all about like it's me fucking it up. Like I am, yeah. I am the the main actor of yeah. my own fucked upness.
1: I've made bad choices, and I keep making bad choices, and yeah. here I am,
0: right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, have you also learned that like the bad choices that, are quote unquote, bad choices that you make are because of your childhood? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, yeah we yeah. talk
1: talk about my, yeah 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 i you also know, we talk about these things yeah but also I've you know that. um
0: i haven't learned it but i've i've heard i've heard about it
1: yeah i mean my therapist always says you can't unhave your history which is true we yes. marinate in whatever we grew up in but yeah. also at a certain point i think you know y- you can you got to move past it i think yeah. you can always point to it and be like okay xyz caused this thing but i don't know at 30 it's like yeah, I could always be looking back or I can just like move, you know, work through it and move past it or else you're kind of always stuck. You don't want to always be stuck in your childhood. No. You know?
0: What What brings you the most joy these days?
1: Mm, I've been thinking about that a lot and I feel like I didn't. I thought I just was moving forward towards some sort of sense of what success was and then I was just sad a lot and I was like, "Well, why do I do this? And I just... I love making stuff. I love having an idea in my head like and then in a month it's I'm on set and it's happening and people are there doing the thing that I told them to do and everyone is committed and on board. That's like my happy place. And then my other happy place I think is helping people, which is something I've recently come to, which I think I've been pushing down and avoiding because I was like, that's a distraction from success. People are you can't can't worry about helping people you know just help yourself but I really come around to sort of the power of just really being the kind of person that wants to help other people
0: what does that look like
1: well I've been thinking a lot about life coaching which I know is this like weird Gwyneth Paltrow white people thing um that I'm like not super into but I like the idea of encouraging people to go for their dreams it really makes me feel good
0: well, it helps. It helps you, like sort of focus your own dreams yeah. too. Like it's all the advice you would want to take yourself, but totally. you get to tell it to other people. It's
1: like those that can't do teach. Like the things that I struggle with are so easy for me to see in other people, and so easy and so easy to give them encouragement that's so hard to give myself. I
0: have the same. I have <laughs> the same issue. Yeah. Yeah, um, I uh, for my job, I uh, m- recently have taken on a, uh, the aspect where I. Uh, oversee our apprentices so a bunch of undergrad age people come to our our theater and are in different departments and uh, I am sort of responsible for guiding them through that experience they have like a 12 weeks and I get to be sort of their advisor and and sort of their omni mentor and like it is it is that sort of same feeling though it's like every day like I struggle at like being a good person at my job or like being professional or Mm -hmm. like doing things right. But like the opportunity to share like, oh, you know, actually young person, if you did this, like you would have, you know, it'd be fine. And, and sort of, you know, but it also helps me be better at my job, like, you know, or having to articulate like, what does professionalism look like? Like, what are some strategies to time manage? You know, these things that like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. then, but I do know, and then, because I, if I have to say them to this other person who's relying on me, who admittedly does have less experience than me because they're younger and, and greener, uh, I don't know. It helps me. It helps me to totally. help people.
1: Teaching is always the best way to clarify things for yourself. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so did I, did I, get who you are like what who uh, yeah well are, i, I mean... feel
1: like i get I, I feel like i struggle with like these two people one is like completely self-involved and like trying to achieve something really large that seems impossible and is like cynical and funny and then i feel like there's this other part of me that's like i just want to help people mm-hmm. also maybe i could just live on a farm and mm-hmm. like do that thing yep. like i, I they're so extreme. Like, most people have very normal wishes and dreams. Like, I would like to be a dentist and, like, I can live in a house and have a partner. And, like, these are totally achievable Dude. things. But I'm like, I'm either going to make it or I'm going to just, like, go to the forest. <laughs> like, I don't know why I can't have, like, normal people aspirations.
0: I would argue that there are no normal people with normal aspirations. I mean, like, you're probably right. I don't right. think, I mean, do you know anyone? Like, the people. I'm from
1: Florida. I know a lot of people like that okay i mean no these people i'm not trying to minimize these people's lives they live big extraordinary lives but the things that they want are achievable things and then they do the things and it's like a very it's just it makes a lot of sense
0: but also like you know i i'm i'm thinking about who you are and I'm thinking about these these joy factors in your life and you know what you describe to me as like a joyful moment is what I imagine is like coming up with a sketch or yeah. coming up with some you know a video concept like when you say set like I imagine like, yeah, a, it's, like, a, yeah, like definitely. a video sketch it's
1: definitely it's definitely through video and
0: it, that's yeah. your that's your medium Yeah it is Yeah um but like you know but that is It's so achievable. Like there, you know, for sure, you know, like doing that, I mean, you know, people you,
1: well, it's less the doing of it and more the like, you know, how do I make this my job job, you know, because I've been doing it for a long time and it has been my job. You know, I I freelance a lot, but how can I do this all the time? You know, how can I do this thing that's so joyous and I get to do it here and there and it's so wonderful. How can I do that every day? Like what an amazing life that would be if I could just do that every day. So that's sort of like, that's the dream.
0: And then, you know, and then you listen or I listen to like podcasts about like famous creative people, people working in the field of comedy and they complain about (laughs) their jobs and like all the time. I'm sure
1: I will complain because it's in my nature to complain. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, but I'm like, I know that like, you know, I, I have a very like lovely dream job, you know, like I'm working in a, in the education department at this theater.
1: Yeah. Uh, New Victory is awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's like really cool and I get to do a lot of great stuff but it's like it is so much you know and it is like there are the stakes are so high mm-hmm. and the you know sort of uh, I don't know the 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 n- neutral is world class is what I like to say like the, the, the balance is zeroed at, at world class mm-hmm. and like if you're not doing world class if you're doing anything less than that uh, you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing and that's like that's high pressure and like it's yeah. very stressful um and, and so like, you know, so there's like, there's complaints there. Like it's, you know, it's, it is like on paper, this like...
1: Right, I hear, I see know. where you're going with this. And I so, do.
0: and so like, you know, the project is, or like the life project is, you know, we, how do we find, and then that, this is the other part of like your joyful thing is helping people and then you talking about self-help, like, you know, that is... That is like sort of stoking the fires within, right? So that it, you know.
1: Yeah, I live in this really weird place in between. Like, I feel like I live nowhere because I don't live in one of those places yeah, fully well, all the time. Yeah,
0: and I don't think anyone lives anywhere anywhere. Fully. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do. I but like, know. you know, people are complicated. Yeah. Um, I
1: guess as I get older, I worry I really need to streamline and I'm too scattered in my goals and But, but everything,
0: so, right, so you went to ETW, <laughs> I, I went to Gallatin. Oh
1: well, right? my God, we're the worst. We're like the worst examples but of no, that. Or we, the best examples but, but of But so,
0: that. I would say that like, you know, a Gallatin education and maybe ETW, I'm, I'm getting caught up, we're going to talk about where we are in a Oh, moment, right. Um, Duh. Because we got it. But like, this is good we're we're juicing it it up here um you know there is there is a skill to finding the coherence in all of the things that are true about you and all the things Mm -hmm. that you do like because there is coherence because it's you and you like to do things and like you know it is correct to uh say yes to the impulses to go to the things that you like to do, even if they seem disparate on paper, right? For sure. Like, there is coherence in it. Like,
1: I think I feel a real pressure, and I'm sure it's self-imposed, to like really know what my brand is and like sure. how to sell myself when sure. I'm at the bar talking to people. Sure. And I feel like that really fucks my shit up because...
0: Where does that come I
1: from? I don't know. I don't know where that comes from.
0: I, and like, do you like people who have a clear brand the best like you Ari do you no, like No, I don't and maybe they're successful but like
1: I don't like them yeah. I like when people do totally random things like different than the, what they're known for you no, know what yeah. I mean I love that you know like I mean Larry David did this play which I didn't see it was expensive and apparently wasn't great but he did it like he did it like yeah. he fucking did it and like I want to be the person that feels like No matter how old you are, you can try something new and you can get better at something. But I don't know. I have this really weird negative voice in my head that's like, pick a thing, have the brand, do that. You're you're all over the place.
0: Yeah, but but you don't. I think you gotta you gotta. Gotta as let cliche of that. as it sounds or like just follow your bliss, you know? know, like do what makes you happy because that's, that'll make you live forever, <laughs> you know? And yeah. like, that's the, I mean, that's like the real goal is to like live free from sadness. And like, this is why both of us are probably going to therapy. Like, <laughs> you know.
1: I think so much of it is having just like pursued acting for so long. Yeah. I think that really gets into your brain sometimes in some, some really unhelpful ways
0: because actors are not artists maybe
1: well no they're definitely artists are, but
0: but are they are they like i mean
1: um, i mean
0: do they have do i guess i my bias
1: i mean i'm sure actors listening to this will be like the fuck you well duh. but so
0: but listen so my bias is that in, in sort of the current models, the actors aren't given a lot of creative agency. Yeah. Right? So there, there is a script. There is a, you know, there are a lot of people above them sort of saying, well, this is what you need to do. And if you don't fit this particular, you know, if you can't deliver this exactly as it's written and as we envision it, we'll get someone else.
1: Well, you're basically the paint. And, right. And, and, right. you know.
0: Yeah, but that's and that's no good. Right. And that's I mean, that's dehumanizing.
1: I think that's why a lot of actors start doing something else. Yeah. And they either abandon acting or they continue it, but they definitely are doing something else.
0: But you are not uh, just an actor, right?
1: I'm not. But I got this like weird. I still have this like weird. I got that weird voice in my head that is like, that would be the best way to succeed because it's the sexiest thing to say it. Thanksgiving? I don't know. It's like this weird I know it's <laughs> so be weird. Sexy but it's so hard to explain what the fuck you're doing. It's so much easier to be like, I just got um a co star on, you know, law and order and people like clap and people like they leave you alone after that.
0: Yeah. But like, yeah, I hear you. I totally hear Even though you. I
1: don't want that. I don't care about that and yeah. I don't even want it.
0: Yeah, so what is like the fantasy? Like what like My
1: fantasy, like, if I could imagine myself in like 30 years, like I produce really funny things and I get paid for it and I have a house mm-hmm. and also I I help people in some way.
0: So you're, you're a, a helper producer, Ariana you? Yeah, Siegel. well I
1: think of like Amy Poehler and she's, you know, so funny, such a funny writer and yeah. producer and then she also runs Smart Girls at the Party which is like the best thing ever. I feel like, oh my God, you would love it. Yeah, Basically it's that. this YouTube channel where she interviews like Young girls who are doing really cool things and it's put together in like a really funny peppy interesting Amy Poehler way But also like definitely making the world better and definitely, you know empowering girls and it's just it's combining like a, A sense of humor and production value and what Amy Poehler is so great at and then is also combining the sense of You know wanting to make the world a better place outside of just like making a show and making money and um, something like that. I mean, if I could figure out how to sort of bring it all together, that would be really ideal.
0: Yeah. But, and I, I mean, how is your community? Like, do you hang out and make work with people who you like and love and?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, my community, I feel like is smaller now. I feel like when I ha- I was in a sketch group and an improv group, I felt a real sense of community. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like flying solo now, yeah. which I need to do, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could reach out to a million people at any time and be like, let's make something cool.
0: And it's, I know that for me, like there is that that impulse to like host the party, right? To like yeah. be that, like wouldn't it be nice if like someone said, hey, you come over here and like do that, like totally. sort of grabbed you into this train that was already moving and but like... There is this sort of I mean I I have the same thing. It's like, well, uh, if I don't make this, well, first of all, like it wouldn't be exactly the way that I would hope it would be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's a lot of pressure and like I get I get frightened. Like I I get very frightened what, to... What do you get scared of? Uh, that of like that people will say, "No, that's dumb." Or I don't want to do this mm. and then or once it's made, this is dumb. Mm. Like I'm afraid like it's, I guess it's like a rejection thing or totally. disappointment, I think. I don't want to disappoint anyone along. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you know, the things that are the are the best are the things that people feel strongly about. Either way, you know, I'm super afraid of making something that's like, oh, that was really mediocre. Like I had no feelings about that. Right, right, right. You know, it's true. I'd rather people be like, you suck. I've gotten so many terrible comments on YouTube, oh, that, but I
2: love them. Yeah, that's exhilarating. It's
1: exhilarating, and Ugh. they're connected. I I don't get them as much anymore, but they were connected to my Gmail. So, and I would check my mail first thing in the morning. So yeah. I would wake up. It's a, like an update on like a, a comment that's just like, like I I hate you, but also like I want to put my dick in your butt. And I'm like, good morning, okay, stranger on the internet. You have a lot of opinions. But thank, but I'm like, but I feel good that you felt strongly enough about my work that you wanted to, you hate me, but also like kind of want to yeah, have sex with me yeah. from behind. Oh my God.
0: That's so The intense. internet's really weird. Yeah. What do people, why? Why? What, I don't know. What's wrong with I've
1: never people? commented on anything. I've never commented on a video. No. On the internet. No. It's a weird instinct.
0: Yeah. And like, I guess it's just a way to express yourself. I think anonymous. it's for people
1: that aren't creative. They're like, yeah. this is my contribution. Yeah. I'm gonna say some shit because mm. that's all I can do. I have no idea how to. I, that this is what this is what I have to offer. That's fine.
0: It is fine. It's really fine. It's, I mean, I think it's an honor. It is a badge of honor to yeah. to receive that. It
1: is truly.
0: It brings up for me like this idea again against like uh, like misogyny and violence oh, like yeah, that and yeah. that's like no good and well, like yeah. and like how do you you gotta like how do you tell people that's not okay how do it's you it's the internet how you do you can't. make people know you you can't no but i know on the internet fine but like it's it's representative of
1: <laughs> i mean now I'm, i just want to talk about the the republican debates which oh i God, missed I, I only saw some sound clips i, I even, know i almost I wanted even. to rewatch it but i mean just I didn't even I mean, I'm not worried about the internet. Like, I'm worried about the shit that, that those candidates are saying right. about women. But I don't even, right. I, I guess, don't even feel like, like I can go down this road because no. it's just, it's, we're in, it's bad.
0: We're in the cozy zone. We're so in let's, the cozy so zone. let's, you know, we, we were almost going into uh, Republican debates. But no,
1: we're not going to go there.
0: You, you helped me sort of crystallize. I'm going to lay down. Yeah, please. Yeah. You help me crystallize what like, like. like what exactly it is we're doing here. What exactly is the cozy zone? And it is, it is a place where we retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Where from, from New York City, from our, the chatter in our minds, like where, where is it that we can feel safe and okay and maybe think about how to make the best lives for ourselves, make the best world. And here we are in your bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What an honor.
1: I love my bed. <laughs> I mean, that's like the most obvious person statement, obviously. Not
0: necessarily. I don't know. I, I'm happy to get up and like, you know, I, I love my bed too, but like, so can, can you sort of tell us yeah, about- Yeah, let's
1: describe what's happening. Where we are. So I live in Battery Park and Ben is in my apartment and he's in my bedroom and he's Laying on top of my bed. And I just want to say for the listeners out there. He. I'll just describe what he's wearing. He's wearing yellow socks. He's wearing some flannel PJs. And he's also wearing my bat mitzvah shirt from 1997. Or 1998 rather. That I picked out for him. Because he didn't have a comfy shirt. And I have a lot of old comfy shirts. And seeing him with like my name. And my bat mitzvah shirt. Um, with the, the theme of Broadway um wearing that is really satisfying it's almost like you were at my bat mitzvah i
0: wish i was i wish (laughs) i was i would have you
1: would have not like i was so awkward i don't know you awkward too Mm, i mean you know
0: we're not doing great in middle school right Right. but i would get i would get like boners a lot of the dances like it would be just like i mean this is maybe cliche but like literally like how can i conceal this boner (laughs) from all these girls i want to dance with
1: I think that that's every boy yeah. in middle school. No one asked me to dance though at my own bar mitzvah, on. other Come than my cousin. I had to slow dance with my cousin. I love my cousin, but yeah, yeah. What I know that was like all of seventh grade was me at a bar mitzvah, yearning for a boy to ask me to dance. That's like crazy. Yeah.
0: What? When did when did that shift?
1: Ah, uh, maybe beginning of high school that shifted. Okay. But it was a lonely seventh grade, and even my bat mitzvah. I just like someone dance with me. I wasn't even like someone kiss me because I wasn't even ready for that. No, but no, no, no one would even dance with me.
0: What was your parsha?
1: Oh my god, fuck! I was like walk. <sighs> my mom is going to be so pissed off it's like what, do right walk with god some shit i oh, i don't remember
0: do right walk with god
1: i don't remember i wrote a whole speech about it i don't remember it wasn't anything like super like tent pole like uh that was like, mine like the burning bush or oh tent pole oh mine yeah, was literally
0: like, about tent poles mine, <laughs> really? mine was about the tabernacle the dimensions of like the portable that's so
1: boring what arc? was did you? What was your bar mitzvah speech about? I
0: I was like, oh, like isn't it interesting <laughs> that God, you know, pays so much attention to how <laughs> he like all the details of this this tabernacle. God is really bored. Well, but just like he pays attention to the details of mankind.
1: Oh my god, bar mitzvah speeches are my favorite. Mine so too. Much. They're so good, so good. That SNL character is great, and I feel like there's more to be mine there in terms of the comedy. I don't know of, it. Oh my god, there's um. Oh, I forget the actress's name, but she does a she does like a bar mitzvah boy oh impression God. and speech. But I just still feel like there's more to be done there because that shit is so weird and awkward and it's yeah. so like white and privileged and it's like I I worked in a soup kitchen for two weeks and like now I understand like what it's like. <laughs> like the Jews were in the desert and like I get it. <laughs> it's like You are thirteen, you don't know fucking
0: shit. No. Who knows? So we're looking out yeah. into the Hudson.
1: Yeah, we're on the Hudson.
0: I'm looking at Lady Liberty. I'm yep. looking at the the loading docks of New Jersey. Yep. The glow of sunset. Yeah. I love wearing this shirt. It's an honor. Mm. You're wearing uh, some jammy pants, <laughs> sort of like a...
1: Yeah, like hippie jammy pants, yeah. which is like just... Just FYI, when I die, just please bury me in hippie jammy pants. Like, don't put me in some, like, like, pantsuit or, like, some skirt suit. On the record. On the record, when I die, first of all, cremate me and... Make me into a tree. Have you heard of the new thing where like you, they cremate you and then oh they, yeah yeah make me definitely make me into a tree you because got it. come on you got it the earth okay yep so, okay so, but before that when you cremate me put me in these fun jammy pants yeah like, so they're like, hippie it's, pants
0: it's like uh, I feel like a, a couch fabric with some yeah this with sort of um some like sort of Mayan or African geometric shapes. Uh, there's like cream and red and black. Yes. Um, little shapes. Yeah. In, in a dense pattern. And, mm-hmm. Um You're wearing a, a tank top, ho- a holy that, tank top.
1: Yeah. Don't get confused. Don't think that this is like vintage. I bought it with the holes because I'm trapped in my youth and I don't want to grow up. And it says, oh, on it. And then I've been wearing it lately and people just will scream, oh, at me. And I'll be like, what the fuck? And then I realize they're... It's my shirt that says, oh, (laughs) it's really stupid. That's
0: awesome. I was wearing a Celebrate Brooklyn t-shirt after helping my friend move up in Harlem. And someone came up to me and said, no, I will not celebrate Brooklyn. (laughs) I was like, god damn
1: it. I love it. I love that he was so mad. He was
0: so mad. And I was like not ready. I didn't need that right then. No. I was just like, I'm hot. I just helped a friend move. I just need not, I, I don't need to be yelled at.
1: Also, me wearing a shirt is like, my shirt is not like directions for you to like have how to, have how you should live your life. Like, no. it's a shirt. Yeah. It's not for you.
0: But also to be, I would like to say, oh, like in, I know. in response to your I shirt. know.
1: It does that. Yeah. It does that. But anyway, this is like, if I could just wear this every day, I would be really happy. Yeah. But I can't because I look slightly homeless.
0: No, not at all.
1: I mean, I look like Brooklyn homeless, but like I still...
0: You look like you're, you're, you know, it's like time for bed.
1: Yeah, but I want to look like it's time for bed like all day if That's that was a, yeah. socially appropriate.
0: I hear you, and maybe, and let's, you know, why can't we build a world <sighs> where that is acceptable? Mm-hmm. Or at least places, you know, like a place where you can go, like a public place where it's like, oh, it's time for bed. I love that. We'll think about. It. We'll 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 put that in the. the this really lot.
1: has me thinking about about Burning Man.
0: Oh boy. I know. There it I is. I know.
1: We're going to talk about it and people are going to be like, those fucking assholes. This will
0: be, I think I've, ta- I've talked about Burning a But you know what? Burning At this Man point, I'm bit, kind of actually. just like, you the, know, like. I've talked about it a lot on The Zone, actually. You
1: have? Yeah. Well, because it's connected to The Zone.
0: Oh, yeah, um, yes and no, I'd say. Yes and no. It, I'm curious to hear your experience and I'll, I'll share uh, the digested version of mine. Um, did you go once or twice? I went
1: twice. Twice. You
0: got to go twice because they get you. The first time you go, it's like, I will always come back. Yeah. Did you feel that way?
1: Um, I did. I mean, the first year was just like taking in literally what's happening, which yeah. is so much stuff yeah. that makes no sense. Like when you talk about Burning Man, it's like you're talking about a really weird dream you had. You're like, well, I woke up and I found myself and I was in the desert and then there was a shark, but it was a car and I got on the shark car and like I met a man. He was a panda and we ate some fruit together. But like that's an actual thing that ha- that you yeah, did yeah, at Burning your, Man.
0: Your cover photo on your Facebook. Uh, <laughs> is a shark. Is, is, a, the, is that shark. Is that shark. And in, within the, where you met the panda and had the fruit like... Uh, yeah, I had a similar, mine is like, I, it was a giant golden rubber duck yes. and I met a naked woman who gave me a biscuit. You know, yeah. it's, it's, a very, it's like
1: a dream. It it's like, like a, when you describe a dream to your friend. Yeah,
0: But I, that's funny. Like you could, it's just like strange vehicle <laughs> with a character plus food.
1: Yeah. You could make Burning Man Mad Libs. In yeah, fact, definitely. we should do that. I
0: think we have. Yeah. I think
1: it just happened. Yeah.
0: Get it. Get it. Cozy's own friends.
1: But I think the second year I Burn went, I was like, okay, like I see you shark car. Like this is fine. This is like my week. I live in a weird place for a week and it was more about like, d- like dealing with some like real emotional stuff that I was going through. Just like the feelings of just burning, burning some stuff, like getting rid of some emotional baggage because that place is
0: that's perfect that's for that awesome. and brings it out. Can you, and all that can stuff. you say more about that?
1: Um, well, I kind of, I think I was thinking about ending a relationship Mm. and that was on my mind a lot. And I was really sad that, um, that my partner wasn't there with me Mm. and that it wasn't a thing that he would really want to do, which I totally respect. It's not for everybody. And I wouldn't push it on anybody either, but I did have a realization where I was like, I think I need to be with someone that understands the value of having a week like this, despite all the like privileged, it's really expensive. Like I get, trust me, I get all that, yeah. but, but the value of having a week of, um, you know, uh, there's some of, of Burning Man of all the, all the principles of Burning Man and being, being open to something that's so weird and radical and vulnerable and being vulnerable with people, for a whole week. I mean that's really what I take away is that everyone is their most authentic self and everyone is down to like talk about who they are and their feelings in a way that you just can't do in New York. No one's going to talk. You're not going to get into those kinds of conversations with people all the time. Not I mean all the time. not all that you can, but it but it breeds that and everyone is in that place to to go there with you and to be right. to be kind.
0: And maybe, and perhaps I would draw the connection then as like that's the hope of the cozy zone, right? That, that is,
1: that, that's, that, that was the connection, That's yeah. very kind.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's awesome. And I, I, I had a lot of experiences at Burning Man where people are fucking with you. Like there's, I think there's equal <laughs> amount of people who have like constructed these sort of false identities, these very rich, complex, false identities, but false identities nonetheless, and they're there to fuck with you. Which is, really? Which is fun. Yeah. I mean, not in like a malicious way. Oh, yeah. But just to be like, like you know, heckle you and like heckle you deeply.
1: Well, it's also for people that, <clears throat> you know, don't have a space for that necessarily in their day to day. Sure. So like they save it all up. They save up all the weirdness. Yeah. What, their creativity, whatever. And they let it all out for a week.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you go to Figment here? Yeah.
1: I I've heard about it. I want to go. I missed it this year cuz I had to work, but mm. I really really want to go. It's
0: fun. It's fun. I've been many years. It's not quite like Burning Man, but also I think that it makes me think that a lot of people don't save it up that they're sort of just mm. constantly I, mean there, like this. I yeah. mean there are people that
1: are always <laughs> burning. I mean yeah. there are people that are like professional I am a gypsy and you know sort of that whole thing which is like comes from a kind of a place of like selfishness and sort of self-involvedness yeah. And, yeah. and weirdness. But um, I mean, I feel like most of the people I met were like normal people with normal jobs and have this week that, that they can really totally. just like connect to some shit and yeah. let go of some shit. It's and,
0: like carnival or it's uh, yeah. it is like this space, this delineated space, a place apart to like let your freak flag fly. Which is really nice.
1: But I always feel like there's something that I learn every year. Like, mm. I always come out of it. I mean, I've only been twice, but both times I came out of it and I, like, learned a lesson. Like, I took away mm. something that was really useful.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would I would certainly Do you feel agree. that way? Oh, definitely.
1: Well, I'm curious what you took away from it when you went.
0: So the first year, I was, like, newly single and, like, was certain. I tell this story a lot, but, like, I, uh, you know... You go to Costco or you go Walmart before you go. I think we went to Costco to stock up on all the things. And I bought, like, the jumbo. I want to say it was, like, the like 72-pack of condoms. Because, like, I was like, yeah, like, I'm single. It's so crazy it's for happening. me to
1: think of you as, like, a like super horny person. Oh,
0: my God. I mean... I
1: don't know why
0: I am a super horny person and I I feel
1: good. I feel good that that is true about you and that I know that now about you. Oh
0: yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know that.
1: I kind of thought of you as like a very like magical kind, but like sort of asexual, like elfish man Mm. um, who maybe was like, above the fray who mm. wasn't like a, a very dirty or lettrous Mm-mm. but i'm really glad to know that about you no
0: no no i'm no it's a it's like it's a daily
1: that's great struggle you do have a partner though right i do yeah So great so you, yeah. you have a place to let that all i that do out. i
0: do and uh and we uh we have a, a non-monogamous partnership so okay uh which is you know it's well i'm so curious about that it's developing you know it, it it it's not as like it it's not as uh Orgiastic, as right of course one would imagine. So I buy these seventy-two condoms. Essentially, <laughs> the punchline is I use two of them to jack I'm off. I'm impressed.
1: Did you, why did you put use a condom to jack it's off? It's very
0: dry. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It is. You know, it's dry there.
1: It is dry there. It's yeah. just all it's it's
0: very dry.
1: There, what is it? Salts. It's all. Yeah, uh, it's dust. like alkaline dust. Yeah, yeah, It's All dust.
0: Got to vinegar your feet. Yeah. Um. So I, so I was like trying to like find someone to like be with, but I didn't find anybody and that was okay. And like it just sort of, it, it opened, I was working at BAM at the time in, in development there. And like afterwards I quit my job to like, you know, say like, I'm going to make a life doing funny videos Yeah, I made that decision afterwards, and I didn't stick with that decision. But like Burning Man, like was the basically the catalyst to make that life change. I just like quit my job. Wow. Yeah, and it was just like yeah,
1: Burning Man does that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then the second time, I didn't have a very fun time. I did go with a partner, and it Mm. and but we weren't we weren't doing so good. Oh, hard. And it was like really awful. Like, and we like. Sort of, we had, we figured it out afterwards and like went on to, you know, have a, sort of a long, difficult relationship. <laughs> but, uh. Sounds great. Yeah. But, uh, it was hard. I think, I guess what I'm saying is like, I, I hear what you're saying about you would want to be with someone who would want to take that week, but also it might have been also really That's fair. painful.
1: I mean, I definitely hear that about, you know, about people that, um go with go with our partner yeah i mean yeah for sure
0: there's a certain like abandon or a certain like i don't know like i was i was in a stage in my life where like it was i needed to like cling very hard Mm. to her yeah like you know i wanted to be in sort of this codependent not and that is not what she wanted i don't think and not what Burning Man yeah. allows for? It does
1: not allow for that. No. It does not encourage that. No, you just are sort of on your own journey. Yeah, which is great. It is great because I also just think you're never that alone. Like, no, certainly you're never that alone in New York. And you know, being out in the desert by yourself—I mean, really, like biking out there, so <laughs> yeah. that, that trash fence, yeah—and just sitting by yourself in the middle of fucking nowhere and yeah. just being alone is so amazing and powerful and sad it's like it's just it's all the things and you just don't get that ever in your life you know you need to really sit with yourself no quietly in a quiet space
0: in a space also like a very like a 100 percent intentional yeah, space where like totally everywhere it's this huge community that like has been built from the ground up for the purpose of all of this and for like for people to keep building and keep maintaining like that, I think is the magic of it.
1: I mean, I feel like this year, I mean this past year, I just, I was sad and I did, I mean, it was joyous, but I was also sad. And I did feel you like
0: just go, no, I went, well,
1: I went in 2014. I'm not going this year. Okay. Oh, well, so
0: you, but like
1: I went in 2014. So and you in went last year. I went last year. Wow. And I, it took me like a year to just kind of like detox from Whoa. it. And I just, I, I mean, was processing a lot of stuff. I was just crying a lot, and there? I, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like just as I was processing some things, and you know, at Burning Man you cry, and then you know you move on to the next part of your day and you have a great time. Right. It's just it's the thing. Yeah,
0: or anywhere, or any <laughs> already in your life, right? yeah. in your life you do yeah. that.
1: But I felt like people saw me and they were okay with my sadness and like were just supportive of that being a part of me and not like a shameful part of me, if that makes sense. Like, Because people there get emotional. You know, people there have experiences. You go to the temple and you're with strangers and people are crying and you approach them and you hold them and it's like just super Mm. powerful. And I don't know, I tend to, I think as a girl, be very like shamed ashamed of like i'm crazy and i'm sad and i have emotions and you know wanting to be cool i like yo like i'm cool like i'm a bro like i don't i don't gotta feel the feels but oh, man. man and i know that's like so i really want to move away from that but no, i felt but like last r- summer was the real. first time i could really like be sad and people were like you're a powerful strong woman and like that makes you even more um commendable it was just like the first time that I feel like anyone had said that to me and it was really good to feel that way because I feel so much pressure to be really funny and like be cool and I don't always feel funny and I don't always want to be cool with my feelings you know
0: I do yeah I'm like I I am sort of vibrating very intensely with what you're saying like yeah sort of You know, the idea of like gender roles in society, and again, violence and what that does to people, and like what happens when we don't conform to what the societal expectations of our gender are, and how painful that is for everybody. Um, And I'm so happy that you felt sort of validated in that, and I, I hope that, you know, that'll continue. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, there. I I've been thinking a lot about. I've been thinking a lot about like comedy and fear and this project, cozy mm-hmm. zone, and like vulnerability. And I mean, just sort of, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it was very emotional listening to you say all those things and talk about like being, uh, just being a. Uh, it being difficult to like, Oh, I'm a girl and I have to cry, but I want to be like a bro. Like sort of that dichotomy is so intense. And like, that is, that is what we're presented with. Like that is the norm, right? That there is, that like feeling is feminine and weak. Yeah. And that's fucked.
1: Well, it's stupid, especially if you're a creative person, you know, your feelings are, that's everything, that's your power. Yeah. So, you know, you really want to, you do want to really dig into that. And then the most powerful performers, the people I look up to are the people that, you know, make me, that go there. I mean, I yeah. think of like, you know, Robin Williams and, yeah. you know, he passed about a year ago and yeah. I think about why he's my favorite and it's because he so, so fragile and so vulnerable and could could get in touch with his sense of sadness and but also like his sense of joy and um you know ideally as I as I mature as an artist I really want to be fearless with you know the joy is not so hard but the joy is like an obvious choice you know I get it but is it though well like, I, I mean the, I think this I think the presenting your sadness and your realness uh, is is definitely hard. Or it's yeah. harder for me. I don't have as much practice with that. Maybe sure. other people do, but yeah, that's that's really what where I'm at is really like showing that part of myself. And having it feel like a like it's it's not a separate part of me, but it lives in conjunction with yeah. the joy and the goofiness.
0: Yeah. God, and it's so hard, like and it's truth like that. So what you're saying, like if you are able to or, or uh, reconcile, or, or negotiate those two things—that is the truth, like that, you know—and that is what you're striving for in art making. I and think. And I
1: think, like in you know, you were talking about gender, you know, these sort of like gendered ideas of weakness and strength, and yeah. I mean, to be completely honest, I don't feel like I've ever had a partner where it was like your anxiety and your shadow and the dark, sad things about you are also make you beautiful. Mm. I feel like it's been like, okay, like that's something you should work through or work on Mm. or it'll be cool and things will be happy again. And like, I don't feel like I've ever encountered someone that I've ever dated someone that can hold that and, and there's space for that. And that, that is a, also a a great part of me because it is, is true
0: it is true, and I think i mean I think it's really scary. I think people are really scared to dip into that yeah, darkness
1: I totally get it
0: yeah and but also, I mean what you're saying is absolutely true that it is beautiful and real, and just you know just because you don't have to be happy all the time, yeah to be beautiful or or good mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah the sun is setting the
1: sun is setting we're like getting in an even more relaxed position on the bed
0: yeah um my goodness i like i there there are so there i have a lot of feelings I i entered in here with like a lot of feelings and thinking about like great art oaths and and just thinking about i i don't know like i i i guess i want to go back to this idea of the brand this personal mm. brand and because there's something about there's something that i know i'm afraid of and i also i think maybe we'll use this as a way to talk about fear great um there is something i'm afraid of of like committing too strongly to an identity that like if i Claim I am an artist. If I say that I'm a comedian, if I say that I'm a podcaster, then that opens me up to be torn down by like faceless enemies, right? That it's like, well, no, you're not because like this. And and they probably don't exist. And these are probably voices that live within my own head. But the idea of like claiming a brand or claiming an identity is terrifying to me.
1: Well, I remember I took a class and Anna Bogart came into this class and she had us go around the class and say what our medium was, like what we did. Yeah. And people were like, I'm um, like, you know, I'm like kind of a director. And someone's like, well, like, I'm sort of an actor and, like, I'm studying acting, but I don't know. And she was like, are you a sort of actor or are you an actor? Are you a kind of director or are you a director? And she's like, you need to say what you are. Bogues. Yo, Bogues. (laughs) It's like the whitest person conversation. It's like such a specific part of NYU conversation. Listen, and theater theater no, conversation. Know, Ann Bogart, listen, you know She's what? Great. We're, She's gonna, own great. We're, We're gonna, gonna own it. We're gonna own it. We're fucking We're owning in the cozy zone. Yeah, whatever. I'm Ann not Bogart,
0: apologizing. Anne Bogart is welcome in the zone. She
1: is. And I think about that all the time and I, I get the fear. Um but I think that Yeah, I think there's power in saying what you are with, with confidence and you can be, like you said, you know, you can be more than one thing, even though I obviously kind of like have that voice in my head. I mean, you really can be, Yeah. I mean, if you say you're a podcaster, well, you are, you're also other things. You're also like a thousand other things. Right. I think what happens is when you tie in your value and your self-worth as a person with who with your job or with that identity, you know, I think that's where people get really fucked up. That's where I've gotten fucked up or it's like, you know, you see people that are like, I haven't booked X, Y, Z. I got close to this thing and I didn't get it. Like I suck. Well, you know, no, you don't suck. You know, your work is different than who you are. But I think as an artist, it really merges, um, In great ways, but also in super detrimental ways. Yeah. Really negative ways.
0: I also feel like there's something I, I have a belief that if you don't commit your whole self to one of these identities, it won't serve. Your identity, you can't, like, I think sort of what you were saying about, like, you know, I just got to, like, dive into something. Got to choose something and, like, go all the way. Yeah. And, like, all the way means my heart, my soul, my past, my present, mm-hmm. my future is this thing. Like, I am, like you know a wiener dog showman you know, i am this <laughs> and everything my card says it oh my, my website says it i want to meet this
1: person yeah
0: you know, right he's a
1: wiener dog showman
0: uh, a wiener you with know, a, and i
1: want to see his business card right
0: but like that is i cannot i i looked at this website today where like this guy is this dope ass diablo performer you know diablo like a like a chinese yo-yo it's like, uh, you, yeah, I don't, you would probably recognize yes. it if you saw, but it's like, it looks like an hourglass and you know, uh-huh. there's a string and there's two sticks and you, you you do it on a string.
1: It's a very specific skill set to possess. Yeah.
0: But, and this guy is sick at it and he's so good at it. But his whole life is these sticks and the string and this, you know, hourglass shaped thing. And that is so intense. Like, yeah, like life is so much more complicated than that. And like, that does not, like I cannot express the things that I want to express with, with like a Diablo alone.
1: I don't think most people can. (laughs) I don't think most, I think that guy is like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's about balance. I mean, (sighs) I know a lot of really successful but very unhappy people. I don't think that that's the goal. I mean, but also, you know, there is some level of mastery and success that you do want. But, I, you know, yeah, I think that's something that I've been coming towards as I turned 30 Was I just was like, I would get a thing and it would be really exciting and be cool for like a day and then the next day I'd be sad again. And I'd be like, this is like what is this this is like drugs this is like something and I have to find something underneath all this that is part of like a a sustained happiness how do I do that and I you know I'm not gonna it's not gonna happen in some indefinite time later on when I get the thing when I get the thing then I'll work on my happiness I just I I just didn't want to keep going down that way so I've really been I don't know just like re- putting my happiness a little bit more towards the front because I really see the slippery slope of just um, putting that to to the side.
0: There's something you said, too, about celebrating all of the parts of yourself, right? That, like, really resonated with me. And like you were saying, you've never dated someone who really saw that your darkness and sadness made you beautiful, but... Like it, it makes me think. Like, what if you know? Sort of acknowledging, acknowledging your sadness is also part of the the raw material. Oh, like, for sure. You know, and like that that s- s- struck me as like, oh, well, like, yeah, like I am. Like, oh, here is my sadness, but like, oh, it's good. Like this is, yeah. a, Like this is. I a mean, feeling. it's all
1: material. I mean, that's yeah. such a great thing about being a creative person is, yeah. you can use it. I've really been trying to use it lately. I've really been trying to like let it exist in my comedy and in my writing and just I feel like people are responding to my honesty even when my honesty is sad so I feel like I'm doing I'm on the right track yes I hope yes you know I think so but it feels good so I guess no matter how people respond like I feel better just putting out some real honesty even if it's not the funniest I mean I try to couch it in some sense of like humor but um
0: but there's also like you know, you're, you're a funny person. Yeah. Like I would say that like you're, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, just sort of your, your aura, your essence. I mean, you are, you are this sort of delightful, comical being, you Thank know, you. and that you couldn't, you can't really help it. Yeah. Know? And I think, I think that's hard too, is like, you know, learning to trust yeah, man. How people read you and, like, sort of sinking into that and then accepting that and then trusting that, like, whatever you do is going to work yeah. more. or Maybe not. You know, you obviously have to hone it, but, like, yeah.
1: No, I think you're right. I think I, – I really think that – I don't know why. It, why is it so – why is it so hard to trust that? Why have I been – being a funny person, like literally, since I was a small person and I dressed up. I was Ross Perot for Halloween <laughs> when I was in third grade. Like, that was my <laughs> ideal. Like, I was like, I'm going to be Ross Perot. Like, this is my Halloween costume. Like, this has been my strict for a long time. And yet, why is it so hard for me to believe that I'm funny?
0: I don't know. What I don't is know. it? Does suffering serve us? Does tearing ourselves does it
1: i just worry that maybe it'll go away or but it hasn't it hasn't yet
0: no and i mean i
1: do think that there are people that i look up to that also have these thoughts like i don't think that
0: oh yeah i think everyone everyone has this everyone's worried about this and yeah i mean i mean this is like the generative anxiety i mean i that's what i have like i have that um god i yeah so much
1: Maybe it's not really about getting rid of it, but dancing with it in some productive way. Yeah. Or maybe, you mm. know, just doing something with it, whether it's acknowledging it and letting it go or like really being in just, you know, just being aware that it's there is probably helpful. Yeah. I mean, that's probably all you can do because I don't know, once you, once that goes away completely, then like what then you're making Adam Sandler movies, you right. know, once you really are like, I'm the best, I don't need to try. Then you're, you know, making like offensive Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. And who wants to do that? No, no one. Nobody. Yet. No Except one, yet. Adam Sandler.
0: Um, the uh, I think I got to switch out the batteries. Okay. for This little device. Great. And this and but before I do, um,
1: do we need to go to our sponsors?
0: Uh, Mailchimp. We, we do need to go to our, our sponsors. But our sponsor is uh, it's actually the Cozy Zone Foundation. They're the they're the sole sponsor. Great. Of this of this show. Um, and they, uh, they give, they provide uh, a grant of unlimited funds, amazing uh, to create a collaborative project, uh, between the guest and host of Cozy Zone. Great. Um, and so, uh, when we come back, we're gonna, we're gonna propose, uh, our project. Oh, wonderful. Great. Great. Uh, and, uh, here's a word from the Cozy Zone Foundation. We're back, friends. hmm Thank God. Uh, um, there are there are a lot of beautiful photographs Thank on, you. on the wall here. There are, there are some elephants and binoculars yep. and a little hippo, a yep. pile of pennies. Uh, I guess the thing that has been catching my <laughs> eye most is like this glass rod.
1: Oh, so <clears throat> it's my little Buddhist uh, chanting area. Um, so there's all kinds of things. On my little altar over there
0: what's yeah what's going on on your altar
1: yeah so i i started practicing Nichiren buddhism um i'm jewish by the way i'm still very very jewish but this is a thing i've started doing um and i got involved with like in march and oh wow yeah it's a it's cool it's uh i'm learning about buddhism and uh i have a little it's called the Gohonzon. It's in that black box. It's a scroll. And uh, it has the the Lotus Sutra on it, the Mystic Law on it. It's, I'm going to get into all kinds of Buddhist stuff. Uh, basically, uh, there's a f- sort of... The Mystic Law is this phrase, nam Horenge kyo which means I'm devoted to the Mystic Law of simultaneous cause and effect, like the Lotus Flower, which blooms and seeds simultaneously. So as I chant for things... Um, simultaneously I put the cause for it and the effect begins to happen. So you're sort of putting out your goals and your energy and as you say these words, uh sort of things start to fall into place. And you chant for yourself and for your your goals and wishes and also for other people. So you send them energy as well. And um try to think what else about it. Oh, and so you're not chanting to like a God or like a Buddha or anything. Like but uh, Nichiren Buddhism believes that everybody uh, is already enlightened. So you're sort of chanting to your best self. So, uh, so yeah. So when I chant, I'm chanting to, like, the best version of me to sort of give me the strength and courage to do the things I want to do. So that's that. I hope I got that right because I'm still learning about it. So I mean, anyway, know, that's my little who's, altar. Who's you know? not
0: learning? But thank you for for letting us in. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Oh, my God.
1: I started doing it in a completely selfish way because my, I had a few actor friends. They were like, I started doing this, and I was booking everything. And I was like, <laughs> well, fuck, man, I'll try this shit. Uh, and uh, I really took a liking to it. It's pretty special.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to do a little bit of meditation. I am not, I'm not very regular with it. It's but, hard. Uh, it's so hard. Um, yeah. It's
1: hard. It's hard to do anything regularly. It's hard oh for God. me to floss regularly. Yes. And that's like basic hygiene. I know.
0: But uh, you know, it fl- It you pay, like I sort of do binges and like <laughs> fasts. Yes. Uh, and I've just started flossing again. I'm in the blood phase <laughs> where my gums are like, I want them like you want them to be hard. Yeah. Um, but they're not yet. And so like, I'm like,
1: I think it's a good sign when they bleed though. I feel like there was, th- that's bad.
0: Well, that means they're soft and weak. And that means that like... (laughs) That means you're weak of spirit. Prone to infection. No, I mean... uh, Yeah. And so then like plaque can get in there. But like you... you, Yeah, you don't want them to bleed.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, But I've, I've really never gotten... Like I... For me, like... I love, like, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm really, like, it, it means that I'm, like, achieving something. You're
1: getting in there. Yeah. If it's bleeding, you're getting, you're yeah. getting in the nooks right. and the crannies. That's
0: right. The cozy zone. The cozy zone of your mouth. Oof, Ugh, gross gross. Um, but anyway, I, I like floss. I hope to floss more.
1: I, yeah, I'm we commi- should all be flossing. Everyone yeah. out there, everyone should be flossing. Like, just do it once a day. And also, my dentist said, do it at night before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's the most important yeah, time to definitely, do it. Which I, then... I definitely don't do it yeah. then.
0: Oil pulling. I don't know.
1: I've heard of this. Have you done this? I do it every day. Really? Every day. You Co- gargle oil for 20 minutes yeah, every yeah, day?
0: gargle it, but you, you take a spoonful of it. A spoonful of coconut oil, a delightful flavor. A I delightful do love coconut oil. oil. And I'm holding, I'm holding. I know. Your I wanted dog. to say something about I, it. Um, I I heart you. I'm holding your dog with a hoodie. <clears throat> it's fine.
1: It's whatever. Just, I sleep with a stuffed animal.
0: That's fine. I I was considering bringing my stuffed animal <gasps> back from Milwaukee. I was just in Milwaukee. Oh, I wish you did. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. Just to s- separate church and state. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so it's a spoonful of oil you you swish it around you like it swish, you don't gargle, you swish it around twenty minutes It's a nice quiet time in the morning um, yeah, and then you spit it out and
1: does it make your teeth look awesome? I mean, your teeth look great, but also yeah. you could brush your teeth.
0: I do brush my teeth i right, don't
1: but so what is this oil pulling doing it
0: it like it you get um uh, bacteria it like it soaps it off it's like us is like it a like
1: soap. a conspic like do you is it a thing that they're like oh this is healthy or like are your teeth like the jam afterwards
0: it feels nice like you feel like your mouth is feels clean like it's a nice way to like get all that night that night mouth but
1: that's why i brush my teeth in the morning yeah totally
0: but you brush your teeth after you oil pull
1: but isn't my te- my teeth brushing doing what the oil pulling is doing? Isn't it the same?
0: It's similar, but like the oil pulling does it for your whole mouth, right? So it like gather oh. it's gathering like gross bacteria and stuff okay. from your whole mouth.
1: Okay, so like my tongue and like yeah,
0: your tongue and the, the insides know. of my mouth. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll your, try your it. Te- yeah, I mean, I think it. Don't do too much oil. It takes <laughs> a bit of practice. I hear people like. You know, sort of gagged and stuff, but like you just need a little bit, like a little spoonful.
1: I was doing that bulletproof coffee for a oh minute. Oh my it's god, great! Is it? I liked it.
0: So it's Have like you done yak it? butter.
1: <laughs> it's not yak. But I mean, maybe I don't know. I you're supposed to use like grass fed unsalted butter. You can get that at you know whatever hippy dippy shop. It's th- they're everywhere. Like yeah, a, you put like that, a Whole Foods. that. Yeah, Whole Foods. You can go to Whole
0: Foods. We're gonna we'll say yeah. the word. We'll say the word. Whatever. Whole Foods. There's Whole a Whole Foods right, right, here. Here. right around here. Holy shit um yeah isn't around here poet house
1: cool people young young cool people
0: there's i saw some young cool people. no
1: there's not i saw it's just like goldman sachs people no
0: there were some sexy like sexy mediterranean people that were like they were beautiful people
1: yeah there's no like bar you can go to where it's like get a pbr for three dollars and like hang with people you'd actually want to hang out
0: with no but just bring i don't know buy a buy a (laughs) six pack of pbr invite him up
1: i guess so i don't
0: know i i don't know like
1: no one comes out here i'm always going out to brooklyn and astoria to see anybody
0: Astoria, it's not i mean this is this is amazing here it's beautiful it's it's a
1: beautiful it's like a a like where the king lives it's beautiful there's nothing to do other than just like live in the palace and
0: this is your grand
1: yeah this is my grandparents old apartment okay (laughs) Which we I took over. We kidnapped them like like five, six years. I don't know, five, six, six years ago. They were sick and uh, we're living here in kind of a, like a crazy state and we, not we, my, my mom um, and her sister kind of made an executive decision to sort of bring them back to Florida because mm. they were, you know, not doing so well yeah. here. And so they, we brought them back to Florida and they kept trying to escape the nursing home and they would leave the nursing home and try to hail a cab like down the highway which is adorable and also not possible in Tampa and one time they escaped they skipped like three times which really just makes me feel like this nursing home was terrible and had terrible security but they escaped (laughs) the last time they escaped they made it as far as the airport and my mom had to call airport security and like jump them because they like left without like any of their meds and like without half of their shit um, cause they just wanted to get back to New York cause they, they loved it here mm. so much. God, I know so it's intense. really intense and a little bit sad. Yeah, I know oh. they loved it here. And honest and honestly, they lived in Brooklyn. My, 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 both my parents are from Brooklyn and they, my grandparents lived in Brooklyn. This is my mom's parents and they moved to the city, um, when they retired which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Everyone moves out of the city once they're like in their early 30s. They're like, I'm going to start a family. I don't want to be this here. this
0: is like, we're on the water. We
1: are on the water.
0: Poet House, Teardrop Park. These are new. These are new things. Uh, the Hunger Memorial.
1: The Yeah, the Hunger Memorial. Also
0: Mem- new, probably. But like gorgeous, the marina. Like it's all. For sure. Beautiful. For sure. I would retire here. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Well, I'm basically, you know, I'm doing it. You can join me.
0: Yeah, I, I would like to. <laughs>
1: basically retired.
0: Yeah, man. That, the, our 10 year hiatus yeah. is more than 10 years, is it? I don't well, know. I guess we sort of saw each other, but we didn't
1: really hang out. I, I don't know. think we ever, like, we didn't home. run in the same circles. No,
0: which is stupid. Weird.
1: I feel like we should
0: have. It's not too late. It's We're not 30. too late. We're 30. We're both 30. I'm also, like, when did you turn 30?
1: In January. When's your fucking birthday? The twenty
0: ninth. Mine's the sixteenth.
1: What? We're both Aquarius. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, you're a Capricorn. Holy shit! Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. January baby. January baby. It's a big deal.
0: Yeah, and so you, you the the winter's coming. <coughs> got there's a lot to accomplish before it. Like it's like it's like okay, well I'm thirty and
1: I. I know. It's been a, 29 and, and now 30 has just proved to be very I'm like kind of just ready to just be 31 and have no one expect anything of me anymore. You know I what know. I mean? Just like no one cares.
0: I know. Or yeah, let it go and yourself.
1: Yeah, just exactly. All
0: right. So we have all the money uh-huh. that we could want. Great. To create a collaborative art project together. Uh-huh. What are we going to do?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, man. Can it be like multimedia? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. So mm. you are a funny person, like yeah. you, like there, like, and we are we're we're burners. We have that together. Like, there's something to something do that, with
1: with like pranking, but oh. also kindness, like oh. not like shitty mean pranking, okay. but like I mean I love what improv everywhere does, yeah. but yeah. something that's maybe like incorporates some sort of like visual art and also some I don't know some something that's not like mean this is so vague
0: no no I I have an idea so okay so you, are you familiar with the movie Russian Ark no <laughs> so the premise of the movie uh, I, I'm trying to remember what museum the Hermitage, the Hermitage, mm-hmm. it's some like art museum, maybe in Russia, maybe Hermitage. Okay, we'll see. Uh, I wish people would like say, "Yay!" Hey, tweet at me and be like, "Hey, man, it's the fucking Hermitage, you fucking idiot." I want someone to like, like fuck you in the ass. I want someone
1: like <laughs> fuck you in the ass. I like the person that knows about the Hermitage. Also, has like a really intense Brooklyn accent. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and that's legible on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they, they <laughs> you tweet, can understand they it. They tweet in dialect. Yep. Uh, their Brooklyn accent, Hermitage and it's like uh, there's an accent and there's all like the all the, the, the phonetic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so it the it is in one take, uh huh, and the camera is like mm. weaving in and out, at, like in and out of the museum, and it's all done in one take, and it's like this hour and a half movie. So that makes me think: what if, like, what if? Like, and there, uh, there's also that magic trick like it's like I'm gonna make the Statue of Liberty disappear everyone's from Brooklyn in our, in our, <laughs> yeah in like, our... all,
1: like all these people that are reeling really into like strange visual art are yeah. also like uh, from Brooklyn in like the 1960s but
0: so like what if it was like hey buddy like hey you feeling okay today and I was like yeah yeah m- fine what's, what's wrong it's like Maybe because you're in this Van Gogh painting, and then it's like, like somehow, like there's this like crew Some of reveal. like like two hundred yeah. people like making like this Van Gogh painting and like transforming. I the, like that the like world around them. I like
1: it where, when someone is totally caught off guard and surprised. Yeah,
0: and like there's, there's, they've just like everyone is like working hard to like create this like I love that to completely transform like where they are. I love that, and that only, but like only in their perspective, and like their their perspective is forced, and like as they're moving through the world, it's like,
1: oh man, I'm in this. Vancouver I also like now. forcing people to perform that don't want to perform, like you know, I like forcing people I to be a that. part of a thing that they don't want to because they find there's
0: it fascinating. A, I mean, there's like a there's a, a certainly like an ethical question to that. <laughs> I know, you know, like, and I'm I.
1: That's why I I mentioned kindness because it yeah. can't be too mean. It also has to be like a thing that wouldn't be terrible to ask someone to do. Right, right. I have to say I had this idea um of just like a big comedy show or like a comedy festival where the performers are people but the audience is just animals like just cats or <laughs> dogs or like a menagerie <laughs> of animals and like everyone's taking it seriously. Like an HBO comedy special like if you saw like Aziz Ansari and like he's doing his bit, but like it panned to just like a giant, like Madison Square Garden, just full of cats oh or God. dogs.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah, that's a beautiful idea. Yeah,
1: you think you think the cozy the cozy zone foundation could give us millions of dollars y- yes, to make that happen? Obviously,
0: obviously they can. Yeah, that feels like that. Feels or like,
1: like a, I think, or like a Louis CK would probably be a be a better choice, maybe than Aziz. The the.
0: I'm going to say two things. The yeah. First thing is like that feels like <laughs> some sort of like Ariana Seagull like life's work. Like, yeah, that, that feels like I something so. that like, you know, when we s- stop conversing today, like, I'm going
1: to go out and do this.
0: This is something that you'll really do and like is beautiful and like it's
1: going to require so much dog food and animal handlers,
0: but like sponsorships and like yes. that, that's fine. Like you're fine. OK, like, I'm
1: glad you believe that this could happen. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then the second question is on the other side of it, like you know, a performer feeds off of audience. I know. Feedback. <laughs> and so, you know, do you, do you write a set that like cats? Like cats are not great comedy audiences.
1: I think it's just watching someone deal with the fact that they are not getting any response from the audience and yet that is the point.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. And it makes me think about like like engineering strange audiences for yeah. like professionals. Like I wonder like instead of asking someone to perform like I hear I like I would have to like say I'm not interested in like forcing people who don't want to perform to perform. Like there are plenty of people who want to perform.
1: Right. Let them do it. Let
0: them perform. But like it is sort of pleasurable to think about Louis C.K. or like a big comedy person, like performing in these like really impossible, like impossible situations. Totally. Um, do you, should we let the like, now you're an van Gogh painting? Should we let that go for now? It, it, that the answer certainly can be yes because this is what we do. We're like, mm. you know, we're just sort of. I
1: mean, I wonder if we can kind of combine our two ideas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um,
0: they're 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 different. They're very. They are
1: different. Maybe we can't. Maybe we have to spend time on your idea and then spend time on my idea. Oh,
0: I like that, and then sort of see
1: whose idea is better.
0: Yeah, because you that's know, that, so. That's the like. That's the trick with the the grant. We'll right? ask
1: Time Out New York what they'd recommend as their critics pick.
0: Oh my god! And then we'll see. Can and then whoever just,
1: loses um, can never make art again.
0: Can we? Can we just say that uh, both of us have been sort of Time Out New York celebrities? Um, you more than me. I
1: but- had a go- my. boss bu- swear to God, on my bucket list of being in New York was I want to be in Time Out New York for you know like. Something I've made, a show, whatever, um, being highlighted and, you know, whatever, picked for some reason and singled out. That did not happen. That did not happen in the way that I thought it would happen.
0: No, what happened?
1: Um, Well, I willingly went on this date. uh, Time Out New York has a section called Undateable. Maybe you've seen it. And um, people, regular New Yorkers, submit themselves to go on a blind date with another random New Yorker and uh, Time Out New York pays for their meal and their drinks, and you go out with the person, and you have a time, and then you get interviewed about it, and you, you sort of sum up how the date went, and then that's printed in Time Out New York for all of New York City to read.
0: Yeah. Where did you go?
1: I don't... Ugh, I went to this weird bar. I don't even remember, like, I don't know, like, Lexington and, like, twenty six. It was such a weird date that I, yeah, it was not like a place (laughs) like you're trying
0: to go. Like, Like, was it Indian
1: food? No, it was like overpriced seafood-ish. City
0: crab? No. No,
1: no. I was so nervous I like couldn't even, I was so weirded out I couldn't even pay attention to what was happening. It was so weird. It was really bad. But it was okay. It was funny. It was a good experience. Yeah.
0: And then they they mentioned Cozy Zone as part of Figment. Mm
1: oh yeah i saw you see no you did the thing that i wanted to do which was like make something of value that somebody (laughs) listen somebody wants to see
0: but you're not it's not too late for you
1: i know there's still time there's still
0: time but now
1: that i'm in time i've been in time in new york like the goal is not there really like i did it even though i did it in my weird way really yeah i I have other goals like it's it's moved down on the bucket list other things have moved up on the bucket list like I usa today USA Today. No, Wall just Street random Journal. stuff. Like not even being in anything. Um like I really want to officiate someone's wedding oh. that's like on higher on my bucket list now as I get older.
0: Now you're in a Van Gogh. No! I now pronounce you in a Van Gogh. Um
1: I have to say, I don't mean to like abruptly change conversation, but you mentioned earlier. I don't know how much time we have, but you mentioned earlier that you are in a non-monogamous oh, yeah. relationship, and I have s- been spending this whole time being like, I have so many questions.
0: but oh. we're not talking about no, it. no, I that's so many questions. No, ask, ask I away. I don't
1: even know where to start. Ask me anything. <sighs> did it start that way? Yes. Okay.
0: Always did, but we.
1: Is that always your mo? Is that no, sort of how you operate? Never. Okay. Never before. What made you be like this is the relationship that I'm going to open up.
0: Sort of a a painful breakup with the person I I went to Burning Man with. Ah, okay. Um and just sort of rethinking about like how I wanted to move forward and like, you know, it was a lot of like I I sort of committed myself very very fully to this relationship in a way that wasn't necessarily reciprocal and I was like, you know what? I think I need to rethink how this all works. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and, and my my partner um, had also been in non-monogamous relationships, and I had known that. And we, we went to grad school together. And I was like, you know, like, I just want, like, I'm, I fall in love with people every day, like, on the train. <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't think I can, like, be monogamous. And I think I said this on, like, our first, like, official oh, date. And she was like, uh, oh, okay, like sure, like, whatever, like, or what, I, okay, like, it was like, it was a bit intense, you know, I'm an intense yeah. person, so, um,
1: I like that about you, Weber, well,
0: thank. I you. really do, thank you, um, and yeah, and so the first year, like, we said we were in a non-monogamous relationship, but we just saw each other, <laughs> and then, and then she started seeing somebody who she has been seeing, uh, for two years, and, wow. I, and I've like seen, I've seen a few people, nothing, you know, sort of like with uh, sort of like f- excited, like crazy beginnings and then like abrupt. Endings. So you're allowed
1: to like, it's not just like about the hit it and quit it. You're allowed to have feelings for other people.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, wow. yeah. I mean, That's look, so, crazy. so think about like, like a, how who doesn't have feelings
1: well, then I guess what's, the, what's, what's even, then then what is the relationship, what keep, what, what's the special thing between well, so you two that, you know, you don't just have that with everybody? Is something I mean, that's specific I, you know, we you are,
0: we are each other's primary partners. Okay. So like, you know, the sort of like, uh, you know, we love each other. We live together. Um, and we have like met each other's families and sort of, you know, we are each other's sort of you know, most important people. But there are also, that does not, uh, preclude other people. Like there are other, right. there are also other important people.
1: Do you meet, do you know her other partner? Yeah. Is he cool? He's cool. But the three of you guys, do you guys get together?
0: We have not.
1: Okay. I, is that part of it or is that? I mean, it a, could
0: be, it certainly could be. It's but on the
1: table, but not really what I, we're doing.
0: I am skeptical. Yeah. Um, I hope to have him um in the cozy zone. Oh my gosh. Soon.
1: Oh my god. That's
0: the I have to I have to ask him.
1: Wow. That would be so intense. It'd
0: be so intense. He's very nice. He's very
1: wow. nice. Uh, nice guy. So so do you have feelings of jealousy at all or Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I now I'm Ben Weber now it's no, my cozy No, this zone. is
0: okay. Um maybe we'll come up with some great art yeah. out of this. Well, um, I, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of like, are the, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just sort of, I do. And I, like, I get to see other people be with other people. And, you know, it's sort of like, this is what we're trying, you mm-hmm. know, like this, is you know, and, uh, I also feel other things. I feel like I'm, you know, I feel jealousy sometimes and I try and like express that and, you know, I I feel it's a lot of like fear. I think it's more mm. it's rather than jealousy, like the biggest thing is like, oh my god, like she's not going to want to be with me mm-hmm. because this other person is better. Like mm-hmm. it's that fear. Yeah. That I always have. I would
1: when I've never been in a non-monogamous relationship yeah. and I would fear that.
0: Yeah. I fear that. I don't know if I'll ever stop fearing that.
1: But I also am really open to this situation because I feel like I could love, well, I don't know. Let's say I could love one person for. I don't think I could sleep with one person forever. I don't think I can do it.
0: It's, it's, it's and a, I don't think I should tall, have to it's do a it. It's a tall order.
1: It's a tall order. Like, philosophically. I think you're asking people to do impossible things. And that's separate than, you know, caring about someone for, for yeah, a long period of time. absolutely. That feels very possible.
0: Yeah. And... So It is possible for some people.
1: This isn't, you know, I have to say though, like in my 20s, I don't know if people were doing this kind of thing. Maybe I didn't roll with those kinds of people, but I feel like the people I roll with are people that have really like traditional relationships. And I, I feel
0: like I'm like I right now.
1: Yeah. Like in terms of, you know, I don't know a lot of people. That's why I'm so curious. I don't oh, know yeah. a lot of people in non-monogamous relationships, but the older I get, the more it feels like these sort of other ways of existing might instead of n- not being able to fit in a thing and then always feeling bad about it, you know, feeling like I'm a failure, you know, th- there are other ways of being that might suit me better. And then I'm not always feeling like I can't measure up to the expectations of like a perfect, you know, monogamous relationship.
0: I hear you. And it, it's, yeah. it makes me think back to our art project that we're working on. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. And thinking about like weaving some of the threads together, of you know like now you're in a fucking Van Gogh painting and you like, want this to happen but so no but bad. listen but but I but I just like saying it but it uh, is very funny the um the thought of making people who don't want to perform perform but like the, like what if and and you wanting to officiate a wedding too yeah. is like very like oh well that's like yeah that's a very meaningful powerful thing and like. What if, like, how do you, like, what if you gathered people to this, like, wedding or, like, this place where there was just this unbelievable magic happening? Like, the kind, prank kindness, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly what it would look like, but it's like, oh, hi, excuse me, would you like to come be in this wedding? Yeah. Or, like, oh, hello, like, I know you're going down the street, but could you just, like, step over here and now...
1: I love that idea a and lot. It,
0: and, like, you sort of, you gather, like, it's like, oh, uh, you know, you gather people, like, and they're all funneled into, like, it's like, oh, come down this alleyway. And I was like, oh, okay. And people, like, they, they and then they're, like, they, they're, everyone is together in this crazy, And we like, all
1: get married. Yeah. I mean, I went to a wedding last week, and the. The ring bearer was a dog, and I always love that because it's so weird. You, you know, like I know I like animals and things, but
0: oh, yeah, and the ring bearer could be a dog.
1: I always thought it'd be funny to have a ring bear be a person but dressed up as a dog. <laughs> 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 I wanted to write something about that. Do you,
0: you want to get married?
1: Um, hmm, I do. Well, I want to have a primary partner, and I want to celebrate our love with each other. In front of our family and friends, yeah. But I also want to kind of have a non-traditional marriage, maybe, and yeah. sort of live in a non-traditional way. But yeah, I mean, I like the idea of celebrating my love for somebody in front of other people. That that seems really beautiful and special. And um, but no, I'm not into like, I'm not trying to like be a princess and wear a white dress and do all that bullshit. But right. um,
0: but yeah, I I I, I want to
1: publicly say how much I love someone in front of some witness that feels right
0: hmm. I also want that very I would like that a lot I, and it's like what would you like what would this this wouldn't necessarily like I don't want the stakes of this wedding or yeah. art wedding our,
1: our wedding to right.
0: be too high right yeah like, like what would you want to say like so here's like, it's like, oh, we're like, oh, I'm, I'm it's like Venice. Have you been to Venice? I have been to Venice. Okay, so you know how it's like a maze city. Right. Right. And it's just like, where the fuck is, oh, okay, well, there's the, the what's the, main? What, there's like two things. You, it's either this way or this way. Maybe
1: it's also a treasure hunt.
0: Yeah, Like okay. maybe,
1: like, okay, first of all, like, is everyone getting married or have we sort of designated like two or three people to marry each other? Yeah. You pro- know, are we giving people roles, like I traditional wedding I roles? I don't know
0: if us? I would want, like, it, it, it was just like... What the fuck is this? I'm not I think you married. need it
1: to organize this whole event. If we're just saying everyone's getting married, yeah, well, yeah. who is the ring bearer? It
0: dilutes it.
1: You want everyone to have a role.
0: And are people getting married? Is that is that what we're that saying? That would be
1: hilarious, but I don't know if we can like do that. We
0: could, I mean, there, you know, this is burning with like sort of people get married. Yeah.
1: I married a f- my friend at Burning Man. I had a friendship oh, marriage at oh my Burning God. Man and it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Cool. I know in saying this I sound crazy, but it was great. It's no, okay. but it was so goofy and weird and it made me think about like what are even these wedding traditions and like what if we subverted them by doing super weird things instead of like breaking glass and the, the rings like what if we we used like pop rocks like one of the things so my friend David you did this is what you, yeah did. my friend David officiated this friendship wedding we were it was five in the morning we were coming off of some some substances but he was like he gave us <laughs> he gave us some pop rocks and he was like okay so this first ceremony the first thing we're doing in the ceremony is you one of you take the pop rocks in your mouth and whisper to the other person a secret with the pop rocks And it was just like a really weird, funny, it was weird, but also awesome. And I was like, it just made me think like what these things that we do during weddings are so random and weird. Like we could just do anything and just say it's symbolic and say it has to do with love and call it a day.
0: Can this take place in Venice? Sure. Sure. Is that a, I like, mean,
1: if the Cozy Zone Foundation has that kind of money, I'm, we can. I'm telling
0: you, they have unlimited funds.
1: Great. Yeah, let's go to Venice. Okay.
0: I love it's Venice. It's a very romantic place. I love Venice. And <laughs> yes, let's go to Venice. So great. So this is this is great. I love this treasure hunt. And I feel like, okay, so this is the thing. So yeah. we're all going to meet and someone's getting <laughs> And at
1: some point, a Picasso painting happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Van okay? Gogh. Van, Van Gogh. Go. Sorry. Now Van you're go. in a Van Gogh painting.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you have to specifically do that part.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, all oh, right. And then I'll be practicing a lot like could I'll be, have, you know, like the ghetto area, the, yeah. the old Jewish quarter in Venice. I love that. Area.
1: Now, I, I own a pair of stilts. I think I should be very tall. I should be very tall. Like, I should be wearing stilts. Great. Like, I should be really l- a large efficient. Great. Okay. Beautiful. That's yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes.
1: Uh, maybe there's some sort of treasure hunt where they have to find the rings or they have to find, like, sort of the ring portion, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean, Venice is that ve- this would take place all over Venice and people would gather in this would various. This is fun. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so people are going to gather in different corners of Venice and all meet in the central, like, wedding zone. Presumably, maybe the Basilica. Is that the place? Mm-hmm. Like, is that the main. That sounds
1: like an Italian the- part of a city.
0: Because it's like, uh, Basilica. And you go, you follow the arrow. Yeah, like that sounds those right. fucking roads. The basilica like-
1: is what, like a church or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a big
0: cathedral or something. Um, and you wind in and out, and uh, yeah, and so then some people get married, and you meet some characters along the way, and you get some info, and then yes. you like watch out for the people with the red hats, and yeah. you're like, oh shit, there's yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. people, and so there's all these reveals.
1: Yeah, people chase you. Oh yeah. Um, there
0: are there are there's an you go into a dead end, and like. They're like, ah, we need you to make a performance. I don't know. Yeah. These are weird Italian accents. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's like, oh, yeah, OK, we're going to make a performance. Oh, no, maybe is-
1: there's like someone dressed as divorce that chases everybody <coughs> around. You know what I mean? That's there's a some little on the
0: nose. But maybe. And they'll be like, ah, oh, divorce. And it's like they're in a like punchinello mask and you have to beat them with a It's <laughs> like a bat. weird
1: commedia, bad yeah, fever yeah, dream.
0: Yeah. Which is fine. I, I you know what? I, uh, yes, there's Divorce. I'm gonna say like there's gonna be thousands of people okay. like in part of this, and so if there's like a divorce like running around, fine.
1: Yeah, like, just some some element of like menace where like, it's like is
0: divorce bad? No,
1: maybe it's not divorce, but some sort of element of, of like of menace of coming at you. So like you know we're we're trying menace. to get this wedding together, but also there's some uh, the, there's the stakes the stakes are high with
0: fear, like the things we were fucking talking about earlier, yeah. all the fucking things that hold us back. Yeah, you know. That thing. That thing. Not divorce. No, not I divorce. I would say. Not divorce. Um, what do we call
1: it? I just it? like this impromptu weird wedding. Yeah, what do we call it? I don't know. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you're in a Van Gogh painting.
1: Now you're in a Van Gogh painting.
0: Um, what, how do you say matrimonio il matrimonio i think you
1: said it i think that's it is that how you say wedding I think in, that's uh, it Imp- improv everywhere presents a wedding in in uh venice
0: oh this is this is much greater than improv everywhere yeah no, no offense to charlie todd and his crew. I
1: feel like we're building off of some improv everywhere stuff. Though. Okay, yeah,
0: okay. We so can man, give
1: some, some homage to improv. Sure, everywhere. and they
0: can they can be they can run a they can run a leg of it. you yeah. know what I mean, because this is going to be a massive. I mean, I think city wide. I mean, I
1: just did this escape the room thing. Oh, so I think there's that element of you have an hour to do this. Like there needs to be some sort of clock element. Yeah, you know, I you're like running that. out of time. Sure. Yeah, the, like, everyone has to be married in the next forty five. And minutes. they
0: need these elements. They yes. need like these these strange
1: strange items in order to get married yeah mm-hmm.
0: and like all the wedding party like you're in like a oh, like a wedding party and this would actually be fun yeah if maybe it was you a...
1: have to grab and maybe someone's in charge of like grabbing food but you have to get specific food from specific places and you know bring it bring it to the wedding
0: il matrimonio venezia
1: venezia and then we'll charge people a lot of money to do it
0: yeah but it also would probably it would be a real wedding and so you would get like People I think,
1: yeah, I think it has to be real. I think at the end, two people actually get married. Yeah,
0: or more. Or, or like, more. Yeah, the or queerer, any- the better. Like the more, yeah. like, like, you know, maybe it's like a weird quad.
1: Yeah, thing. I'm into that. Yeah. You don't see enough m- weddings where four people are getting married. No, you don't. But you can when you when you go to Venice. Il matrimonio. Il matrimonio. Venice. Venice. Yeah. Also, the title is very, it's very much, this is the thing and the place. yeah Yeah. it's simple it's very simple
0: that's we did it
1: we did it we made an art project we didn't even have to leave my bed no
0: that is a crazy art
1: project it is a crazy art project it could happen yeah I think we have something there
0: I agree I'm um, still
1: also down with some dogs, like putting some animals well, in it.
0: Th- well, so there is like I feel like you turn it so like <laughs> so divorce has chased you down this this weird like Venetian alley, right? It's
1: a little like Monopoly, also. Right,
0: right, and then you're like and like and it's like oh, have you come up with your performance? Ah, ah, ah. And it's like oh fuck, it's divorce. And then you're like and it's like oh well, here we'll go down this alley. And then it's like huh! there's just all these cats and chairs, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, I like, like that. Do yeah, and you have to perform, and then once you do, the cats are like, meow, and then yeah, yeah, and then a false wall rises. Yes, you're you, like, you've made it, yeah, I love it to the finish line.
1: Yeah, I think we could do it. Uh,
0: uh, uh.
1: Your Italian accent also sounds like the count from <laughs> um, Sesame Street. Yeah,
0: well, that's divorce. <laughs> that my, is my uh, divorce, divorce. divorce. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like when you speak Italian, which is not really Italian, <laughs> it's just adding che and sounding like the count.
0: Yeah, um. Ariana, do yeah. you have any further questions for me?
1: We I mean, I have so many questions. I mean, we have 10 years. Yeah, well, <laughs> we can. This is going to be an eight hour long Yeah, We, we, we can, can talk afterwards. We can talk afterwards.
0: But uh, any any sort of final Our final thoughts? Final thoughts for the record?
1: For the record? I think this is great. I think what you're doing is really great. Thank you. And it's, I don't know. I think it's. I think it touches on something that we all need. As we get older, I feel like we don't talk about the fact that we need to feel safe and cozy. But mm. man, I feel like I do more than ever. You know, I need some space to. Oh just my god,
0: I know. I let it you. out and yeah. just
1: feel and just just be honest.
0: Yes, and I really appreciate your honesty today. Like it I'm was fine. really, it was really lovely. And you know, we haven't really spoken a lot. Uh, <laughs> and so, what a nice like. What a nice way to begin, yeah. Our our new thirty year old uh, yeah friendship.
1: Yeah, man, I yeah. feel really good about it. All
0: right, um, we end we end by uh,
1: using the Tibetan singing bowl.
0: We could, yeah, no. we, we could. we <laughs>
1: always say that in yoga class, and every time we, we could do,
0: do that. Something. Well, it's any sort of song, like a song. I, yeah, okay. some sort of musical offering that we can either generate with our voices or props, if you have. But
1: um, yeah, we can sing something. Great. What should we sing?
0: I I always I never know any songs, so I just like to make it up. Okay. You, you sitting, sitting here, here
1: with your face?
0: Your face, your sweet face. Wearing my shirt. Wearing our each shirt. With my flannel pants. With my flannel pants.
1: Don't forget my yellow socks.
0: I'm wearing yellow socks, but here's a secret. They're white and pink (laughs) socks, too. Just sitting here. (laughs) Sitting here here. With your face. Your face is here. Sweet face. (laughs) We're in the (laughs) battery park. No PBRs. It's getting dark. Lady Libs with her torch waving at me.
1: I got my bin. What more could I need?
0: I have a thought. (laughs) And her name is Ari.
1: (laughs) Cozy Corner.
0: Cozy Corner.
1: Cozy Corner is the place for me.
0: Cozy Zone.
1: Cozy Zone. Oh, I said Cozy Corner. I know. Everyone does. That fucked it up.
0: It didn't. Sorry. There are no mistakes in the cozy corner. Thank
1: you. Oh, my God. Cozy Zone. Cozy
0: Zone. Ari, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Ben Weber. This is awesome.
2: We are intimately
0: finding our peaceful cozy zone. And Ben.
2: He interviews friends, it's awkward, and then it's Cozy
0: Zone. Occasionally, it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's Cozy Zone. So
2: please,
0: snuggle up sweet, a beautiful thing,
2: it's Cozy Zone.